Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca Amber, your host who is um, sliding, sliding into the new year very gracefully, somewhat slowly, with a little bit of trepidation. Um, so <laughs> new year is like such a busy time, such a busy time for me. I've been so overwhelmed by it all. It's been full on. It's been very, very full on. But thank you so much to everyone who came and joined me um, to set New Year's goals. It was incredible. Um, But really, I just find myself now in the first week of January, really being able to put away everything from Christmas, de-Christmasify myself, de-Christmasify myself and the house and really start to look forward to the year ahead. So today I took myself for breakfast. I was listening to a podcast um, this morning about how changing your environment is a really easy way to like just basically get a fresh perspective and sort of shake up your your mindset a little bit. And so I took my little goal setting journal and I went and had breakfast by myself in the sunshine. Oh yes, it's the first sun we've seen this year. Um, and it was really lovely just sort of sitting and making plans for myself for the year ahead. Um, and it got me thinking about goals and resolutions and, you know, that's that's all anyone can really think about this time of year, isn't it? And often when we say, right, I'm going to start working out or I'm going to start doing this, I'm going to start doing that. It isn't stuff that we want to do right now. In fact, quite often we have to force ourselves to do these things, right? We don't want to go for a run on a cold January day. We want to watch Netflix and eat chocolate. Um, But these promises that we're making to ourselves, these resolutions, they're not things that we want to do right now, but they are promises to our future selves. And it got me thinking about how important it is to have a relationship with your future self and do things to help your future self. So thinking about the future is highly, highly motivating to take action in the present. So, so many of us right now will be thinking, oh, 
my body is not exactly how I would like it right now. And because you want to help your future self in the summer, maybe you're planning a fun holiday or whatever, you know, hot girl summer, you might just be out on these streets, out on Tinder, who knows? Who knows what you're doing this summer? But you want to take actions now to help future you, like summer you. Do you know what I mean? And it's really important that we do think about our future selves. So although it is great to be present and really mindful and focus on the here and now, looking out for your future self really is the ultimate act of mindfulness and being present in the moment because you're no longer putting off changes that will have a greater impact on you in the future. Like you're not putting it off to someday, someday in the future. You are taking control of your future and saying that day is today. Looking out for your future self is one of the most important things that you can do for your personal growth and success because it is a form of self-care. It builds self-love and self-trust. And when we talk about manifesting things into our lives, whatever that might be, it could be career success, abundance, a baby, love, marriage, um, money, whatever it is that you want, we are only able to attract into our lives the direct amount of what we feel worthy of. I feel like that sentence didn't make any sense, but hopefully you know what I mean. We only allow ourselves to receive as much as we believe we deserve. And taking care of your future self is really important because it builds that self-love and that self-trust. If you didn't love yourself you wouldn't want to make decisions that would benefit future you, right? Because you don't love yourself, you don't give a shit. And when you consistently make these changes, you build this incredible self-trust. Now, I've spoken about this in the past about how I'm pretty sure I have undiagnosed ADHD and looking at how I grew up and the very small amount that I went to school and the the great troubles I had with that school, college, even employment, I always really, really struggled and I could never be consistent. I could never be on time. I could never have 100% attendance. I couldn't even have fucking 50% attendance, let's be honest. And that resulted in me having little to no trust in myself. And I had this limiting belief when I first discovered the law of attraction, I would sit at my office desk and I would sit there and I'd be like, oh, what's the ultimate goal? Like, what would you want, Fran? And of course, like I was in a job I hated. I hated working for other people. I hated getting up and doing a nine to five. I hated commuting. I hated the whole lot. And I was like, well, obviously the goal would be to work for myself, to have like my dream career. And at the time I was like, oh, just doing like beauty or writing books, whatever it might be, just to work for myself and be the architect of my own life. And the massive limiting belief that always came up was, but I can't do that because I can't trust myself. I would never turn up for clients. I would never show up for my own business. I would lay in bed all day and I just wouldn't, I would never get anything done. Like I need a boss, otherwise I would never get anything done. And that belief had been built up because of the years and years and years of proving to myself that I couldn't be trusted, proving to myself that I was never going to show up and I wasn't going to be on time. But then something amazing happened when I did eventually make that leap and I did start working for myself. I valued that new way of life so much that I was never, ever going to go back 
to working for someone else ever again. And so I started to show up for myself and it started in really small ways, you know, booking a spray tan course and turning up to it and fully doing it and then booking in clients, even though it made me so scared and so nervous. And then eventually building that business up to where I had people working for me and had my own premises. And that trust in myself, which then turned into love for myself as well, because I fucking loved myself for doing that for me. And it was only me that did it. It was only me that made that change, that made that possible. I now had self-love and I had self-trust. And so this is something that you can just build up over time. But by caring for your future self, you are going to build both of those things super quick time fast. Now we're in the first couple of weeks of January. It is well known that this is the most depressing time of the year. We start to question all of our life choices. It's so dark. The days are so short. It's so cold. I say it's so dark and it's so cold. We've just had a couple of days of nonstop rain here and it was so depressing. And today is a beautifully warm and sunny day. And I tell you what, it does make such a difference. I got outside in the garden. I did some winter garden jobs. I burnt a load of rubbish, which I'm sure my neighbours hate me for. And I had a great old time. Um, So during these cold, dark months, like do yourself a favour if there is a sunny day, get yourself out in that sun and get yourself some vitamin D. For once, I'm not talking about the dick. We don't need that kind of vitamin right now. I'm talking about sunshine. You need that in your life. Go and bathe yourself in it and your future self will thank you for it. So anyway, back to depressing January. I think it's really important to really ease yourself gently into the new year and really nurture yourself where you can, like we just talked about, you know, going and getting some sunshine. A lot of people say they find it difficult to set goals at the beginning of the year and to start New Year's resolutions on the 1st of January. And I can totally understand why, because the 1st of January really is midwinter. It's the depths of fucking winter. And it is not the most inspiring or motivating time to start taking massive action on big goals. And that's why whenever I set goals for the year, I do it seasonally. I don't just set goals on the 1st of January and expect to start them all on day one and, you know, every day be perfect. Life don't work that way. It doesn't fucking work that way, at least not for me. And so I use this first quarter of the year, January, February, and even a little bit of March, really just to set down some roots and to kind of get the wheels in motion of certain things that I want to happen later in the year. And this is a great example of like looking after your future self. So there's a couple of things that I want to happen around kind of springtime, things in my home, uh, things in my life, certain holidays, you know, travel and things in my home. And I know that I need to start getting the wheels in motion now, contacting people, getting things, you know, set up so that come spring, I'm not suddenly, okay, this sounds super ambiguous. I'm just going to tell you what it is. So one of the goals I have is I've got like a really long driveway and quite a big front garden, but I do not let my children use it and I'm constantly terrified because I live on a road that goes from 60 to 30 literally at my house and of course not everybody goes straight to 30 people do speed down that road that is the reason my cat went to live with my cleaner because I was terrified she was going to get run over and I don't let the girls out there so one of my goals is I really want to have a big space which means getting the driveway done having it all smooth and having gates 
so that my children can ride their scooters, their bikes, their little car, all up and down the garden and make use of this space without me being terrified that they're going to get run over. Do you know what I mean? So so for me, I know that when those first few days of spring come through and it's beautifully warm and everyone's like, oh my God, we can go outside, it's gorgeous. I know that I will thank past me for setting the wheels in motion for getting the driveway and the and the gates done in time for that. So that's just a really small example of like how you can kind of start putting down roots for certain goals in this first quarter. It means you don't have to take massive action. You don't have to like change your whole fucking life. It's just maybe starting to put out feelers for things that you want to happen. In previous years, I've done this for like Invisalign or laser eye surgery. Quite often, those procedures have kind of like two, three month lead times. You have to have so many tests leading up to it. You might have a waiting list to even get an appointment. And so this time of year is perfect for that kind of work. Nothing too high impact, nothing that's going to drain you, but just start getting the wheels in motion. Anyway, Anyway, back to January. I keep digressing. So this is a very difficult time of year for so many people and me included. I sound chirpy right now, but honestly, yesterday when it was raining all day, I was just like, what the fuck is this? Um, So this is a really important time of year just to nurture yourself. And like we said, being present and focusing on the moment is great. But looking out for your future self really, really is important for achieving your goals, for your own mindset work. And it really is a form of mindfulness and self-care too. So, so many of us on our personal growth journeys have connected with our inner child and particularly over Christmas, this will have been very, very obvious. Um, If you've done any inner child work, you will notice when your inner child starts to like come out, let's say, like come out and overtake your body. And I was listening to an episode of Saturn Returns with Kagi Dunlop um, the other day. And she was talking about how so many of us are ruled by our inner child over Christmas because you return home, you might return to the family home, you're spending a lot more time around family. And it kind of doesn't matter where you are in your life, what you've achieved, what you've done, where you are personally. Sometimes you just go back home and you go back to that family environment and you're almost like you're back being 12 again. So, so many of us are familiar with our inner child work, but I think we are less familiar with our future self. We really want to connect with our future selves because we owe her a great life. So many things that we want to do are for her. So we need to do it not only for us now, but for her in the future. And there are so many ways that we can do this, both long and short term. So the shorter term ways to care for your future self are are much smaller and they're kind of like more fun, more frivolous, but they're no less important. So I have a listener called Rosie. Rosie, shout out to Rosie in Brighton. And one of the things I love about her is that she will do herself a little hangover kit on her bed for when she goes out drinking. So Rosie is single. I'm sure she won't mind me saying. And she doesn't have someone to take care of her, except she does. She has passed her. (laughs) This is what I love about it. If you don't have anyone to take care of you, you have your past self. Okay. So she looks after her future self by laying out her pajamas, like even 
peeling back the duvet so she can just fall straight into bed. She has some wipes there. She has some cleanser. She has a little bit of moisturizer, maybe a lip balm, a full bottle of water, some painkillers. Like she is literally looking out for future her so damn hard. And it really, really inspired me. And when I think about myself, I really did this this Christmas. So um, in the book club, we read a book called Calm Christmas in December. And I actually started reading this book in November and I loved it so much and I got so much from it that we simply had to do it in the book club. And it's the first Christmas, I think, in my whole entire life where I have really, this is going to sound weird, but I've really cared for a nurtured Christmas Fran. (laughs) So like I wanted so many things for Christmas me because Christmas me is a goddamn mother of three. Christmas me likes to go out and get white girl wasted on rosé wine a couple of times during the festive season. Christmas me likes to have certain things in place. And so in November, I really, really looked out for December me and I bought and wrapped pretty much 99% of my Christmas presents. I put up all of my Christmas trees and decorations and everything before December even began. And I just did so many things in advance that really would help me during the Christmas period. And it did. It meant that during December, I got to kind of sit back and just enjoy it rather than every night when the children go to bed, be like, oh, fucking hell, now I've got to wrap presents. Now I've got to buy something for this person. Now I've got to do this. Now I've got to do that. I didn't have any of that shit. Every weekend in December, I went out and I had such fun with my friends. I had real festive sort of days and nights out. I did so much stuff with the girls. We sat and watched Christmas films. Like that was something I've never had time to do in the past. And all of that was really as a result of November May looking out for Christmas May. And it really, really worked. I genuinely have never had such a calm Christmas in my whole goddamn life. So what are some other small ways that you can care for future you? Well, one of the easiest ways is to reset your house at night when you go to bed. So before you go to bed, simply putting away things that you've got out during the day, maybe straightening up the blanket on your sofa and putting things in the dishwasher, just so that when you wake up the next day, you aren't faced with all of yesterday's bullshit. Like, I do have this thing where I like my days to finish at midnight. So I like to not let yesterday's tasks and problems and clutter and whatever bleed into the next day or the next week. So deal with what you have to do before you go to bed, like just reset your environment, make it clean and clear and organized so that when you wake up the next morning, you really do just wake up and you have to deal with that day. You don't have to deal with yesterday, you just deal with that day. You're not faced with dirty dishes and mess. And this kind of extends to not just your day, but planning your week. I love to plan my week on a Sunday night. And it's something that has had a massive impact on my daily life is planning out my week on a Sunday night and knowing exactly what I need to do, where I need to be and all that kind of stuff. That is a great form of taking care of yourself for the week ahead. But you can extend that to planning the night before for the day ahead. Um, I really wish that I had done this when I was a child. And I think that if I'd done this, It would have made going to school so much easier because what happens is, I think especially if you have something like ADHD or whatever, you wake up and if you have to then figure out where your clothes are, decide what you're going to wear that day, find your shoes, find your bag 
pack all your stuff. You just get overcome with decision fatigue really early on in the day. So if you can take care of future you tomorrow by eliminating all of that morning decision fatigue and just set out your outfit, have your to-do list or your schedule written out and your bag packed and everything done so that when you wake up again, you are not faced with a million and one things to do. Like you're just good to fucking go. Number three is to plan ahead for difficult times or sensitive times. Now, so many people may find different times of year difficult. People that are newly separated and are spending time without their children may find those weekends that they're on their own difficult. There are anniversaries, anniversaries of deaths, maybe birthdays, Christmas, whatever it might be. People find different times difficult for different reasons. And something I've found in the last couple of years is that I really dread my birthday. So up until a couple of years ago, I guess kind of up until the pandemic, I used to celebrate my birthday and see my friends and go out every single year. And I feel like since the pandemic, since having the twins, I just don't really do that anymore. And it's in the middle of winter. So my birthday's in February. (laughs) It's so cold. It's so dark. And about two years ago, I spent my birthday in soft play. And it was honestly so depressing. Now, that's not to say I don't love soft play and I don't love my children. Spending time with them is like my number one thing. I love it so much. But being in a dank, dirty soft play on my birthday, it ain't the vibe. It ain't the vibe for the year ahead. Now, this birthday coming is going to be my last birthday in my 30s. I'm going to be 39. And I'm very, very aware, you know, it is the middle of winter. I'm single. So I'm not really expecting to get any gifts from anybody. Um, And so I have to take matters into my own hands to ensure that birthday Fran has the experience that she wants. (laughs) So one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to buy myself some gifts. Now, this like, there's no hard and fast rule to any of this stuff, right? So I started the tradition of buying myself gifts every Christmas, birthday and Mother's Day a couple of years ago. However, this Christmas just gone, I actually didn't really get myself a present because I didn't wrap anything up. I didn't leave anything under the tree because I was just enjoying Christmas so much. I had such a calm Christmas, like I just said, you know, I had a really enjoyable, calm Christmas. I had all the girls with me. So I didn't really feel the need to get myself a present. However, birthday, it feels different. I feel like I do deserve a present. So I'm really taking the time to just, every time I think, oh, that's something I quite like, I write it in a little note and I keep a little list on my phone so I know exactly what I want. I'm also going to make plans. I've bought some bongo bingo tickets. Who doesn't love bongos bingo? Um, So if we want to go and do that, I might go down to London and see my friends down there. I might go for a spa with my sister. I don't actually know yet exactly what I'm going to do, but I do know that I am going to pre-plan that period of time and that weekend so that birthday me gets to really just enjoy it. So think about if there's a certain time in your life that you find particularly difficult Is it Mother's Day? Is it the anniversary of a death? Is it when you got, you know, the anniversary of your divorce or something? I don't know. And try to think ahead and care for yourself. It could be something as little as arranging to have lunch with a friend that day so that you at least have a plan and you go out and you see a friend. 
Okay, number four is you can stock your car with things that you would like on a journey. So I keep in my little, what do you call it? You know, that little thing where you lift up the lid. I keep in my little one of those in my car, um, perfume, chewing gum, some snacks, baby wipes, a charging cable for my phone. And I know this is a bit controversial, but I keep a pair of slippers in my car as well. And I tell you what, the amount of times I've thought, oh, thank you, past Fran, for putting these perfume and chewing gum in here like thank you for that it's exactly what I needed right now so just stocking your either your bag or your car with things that you're going to need for the future um number I've lost count of the numbers whatever number this is give yourself space with cyclical living so if you are new to cyclical living if you don't know what I'm talking about go back and listen to some of the episodes about it it is a goddamn game changer if you are in sync with the moon if you are a woman if you have periods oh if you don't know get to know it's going to change your goddamn life so the week that I have my period I tend to get extremely stiff like shoulder muscle pain I get migraines I have very very low energy I feel like a bag of shit let's be honest and so what I tend to do for future PMSing me is I give myself some space if I have work that needs to be done I will do it a little bit ahead of time to allow myself to have a couple of days where I can just kind of take the gas off and just relax a little bit and let myself just rest. So get in touch with your cycle, know which part of the month you feel like shit and treat yourself accordingly. Number five, I think is, oh, this is one of my favorites. So when you go on holiday, I actually love doing this. Even reading this, it makes me like really, really happy. So when you go on holiday, especially if you are packing for children as well, it's very, very stressful. What I like to do is arrange clean sheets and have the house completely cleaned and tidied just as you go. Now, if you're like me and you've got three children that just chuck every belonging they own all around the house all the time, what I like to do is I like to arrange the cleaner to come whilst I'm away and do all this shit so that when you return, you're like, Ah, glorious. The house is clean. Everything's organized. Everyone's living their best life. There's so many other things you can do. If you are holidaying in the middle of winter, get that heating on a couple of hours before you come home via your Hive or whatever remote heating app you have. I love doing that for myself. I also, when I pack up after a holiday, I like to put all the dirty laundry in one suitcase, like in one big bag, so that you can just take that bag directly to the washing machine and just make it all as easy as possible. Another thing I like to do is I like to arrange a Tesco delivery to turn up a couple of hours after I get home from the airport so that you've got fresh fruit, vegetables, bread, milk, all the things you need to instantly feel back at home. Because after a relaxing holiday, she says relaxing, she's got three children, that doesn't exist. But after a holiday, you don't really want to come home to a cold, messy, empty fridge house and be like oh god oh I've got to clean the sheets oh I've got to tidy up oh god we haven't got any food in nah we don't want any of that for us we love our future selves too much to do that to her so arrange all of these things so that when you come home coming home is a holiday in itself Number seven, maybe, is set recurring reminders to take the pressure off of yourself. So I like to set reminders to myself for many, many things. 
I have one that pops up every Sunday afternoon saying, time for your Sunday planning. And I sit down with my diary and my weekly planner and I schedule out my week and I plan out everything that I want to do that week. Um, Some of us have bedtime reminders. I think it's now built into like Instagram where it says, right, this is like your quiet time now. And I'm like, thank you, bitch. Not all of us have someone there to remind us it's time to go to bed or to remind you of all this different shit. And the mental load of having to remember everything is so much. It's so much. So do yourself a favor, treat your phone like your PA and just get it to remind you of everything you need to remind you of so that you don't have to like fucking bear the mental load all by yourself. And my final like little short term one is food. Food is the language of love. And I do find food as a as a subject quite difficult. I really struggle to like meal plan and know what we're doing and leave enough time to cook. The, oh, it's just, I don't know. I really struggle with it. Um, and so one thing that I do is every single week when I do my food shop, I get I feel like I should be getting ads for this. But honestly, Charlie Bingham's, if you've not tried them, Lord have mercy. So they're like these meals that you just put in the oven. There's no plastic. They're all on like these wooden trays. They are quite expensive, but my God, they're worth it. And they're quite healthy. Like all of the ingredients are just pure whole ingredients. Like there's, there doesn't seem to really be anything bad in there. Anyway, I buy one or two of those a week. And what that does is on those days where we all come back home and it's like, shit, it's half past five already or, oh my God, you know, tonight we need to all have a bath and we need to do your homework, we need to do this. Just a night when you are feeling stressed out and you don't have time to cook a whole meal, I just chuck a little Charlie Bingham's in the oven and I'm like, oh, thank you, past Fran, for buying those for me because I really needed that today. Also, if you are trying to curb your um, bad eating, like takeaways and stuff, this is a great way to stop yourself from ordering a takeaway in those moments where you're like, oh God, I don't know what to make tonight. I haven't got the right ingredients. I'm running out of time. Chuck a Charlie Bingham's in. Um, I'm sure other ready meals are available, but I do love a Charlie Bingham's. So those are just some examples of how you can care for yourself in like these kind of fun short-term ways. But what about longer term you? What about old lady you? Here's some ways that you can help serve yourself in the longer term. Number one is to start saving and investing early. And I know you don't want to hear this. I know this is not sexy. I know this is not fun. But it's never too late to start saving and investing. Just start where you are. So investing really fucking confuses me. I bought a book. I think it's called Invest Like a Girl. If I find the link to it. Oh, hang on. No, look, it's on my shelf right in front of me. It's called Girls That Invest by... Oh, she's testing her 2020 long distance vision. Simran Kur. Look, I'm going to leave a link for it down below. Um, But I really struggle with like understanding investing. And so just start where you are. I put, to be honest, quite small amounts in each month for me and the children. But a way that I really do try to care for my future self is I overpay my mortgages each month. So rather than putting money into savings, because I don't really understand the whole like, does it go up in line with like, uh, what's the word? Inflation. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Or compound interest. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but what I do understand is I do pay 
um, what's the word, interest on my mortgages. And so the faster and sooner I can pay those off, the better. So I, that is how I care for myself is I overpay on my mortgages each month. So look at a way that you can start to save each month. Make it automatic so you don't even think about it. Make it so it just comes out of your account and your future self, I promise you, will thank you. Number two is a really obvious one. And January, I hate to mention this, but eating well and moving more. Like this is everyone's ultimate goal for this time of year, right? But Eating well and moving more really is one of the best things that you can do for future you. Number three is keeping organized. Keeping your home, work and digital space clean and clutter free makes you happier, more productive and less stressed. Oh my God. So I have a little story about, this is like a slight manifestation. So I genuinely have been looking for a large round wooden table for months I'm gonna say six months and you would not believe how difficult it is to actually find one especially one that goes with my floor that goes with the kitchen I it's a fucking like it's honestly it's like a real bane of my life <laughs> I've even asked my sister-in-law who is a interior designer and even she couldn't help me so there was a lady I found on Etsy that did these beautiful oak tables round tables and I was like oh my god so we started messaging each other and I was due to send her a little sample of my flooring and I'd purposely kept a bit I took it out of the skip when the builders chucked all the offcuts in the skip and I kept it and I was like oh I'll need that for if I go to shops and I want to look at the color of the floor compared to the tables or whatever and we've been messaging backwards and forwards and she said, oh, um, can you send me the sample of the floor and I can totally make you a table that will match and it will look amazing. And I was like, I'm down, I'm down, let's do this. Then I lost the piece of flooring. It was gone. I lost it for a good six weeks. And so over Christmas and New Year, before New Year happened, I did like a digital detox on my phone and I just deleted loads of WhatsApp chats, loads of conversations, loads of text messages, loads of emails. I just deleted loads of stuff from my phone and my God, it felt good. But one of the people that I deleted in my haste was this Etsy lady because I thought, oh, I've lost the piece of floor now. I'm never going to have that table made to order because like it's too much of a risk without seeing the colour or whatever. And so literally this morning I open the cupboard and I find the piece of flooring and I'm like, oh my God, yes, it's here. I found the piece of flooring. But then I thought, oh fuck, I deleted that woman's number. I kid you not, an hour later, she messages me and says, hi Fran, did you still want that table making? Let me know. And I was like, oh my God, this is some kind of fucking witchcraft. Although I don't know why I'm saying this. It's the law of attraction, obviously. But I was like, literally, I, I got rid of your number and I lost the piece of flooring. And now you've both come back to me within like an hour of each other. So yes. Um, sorry. Anyway, well, <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, yeah, being organized. Declutter your digital space, but be careful when you delete people's numbers and you might want them back. Um, something else I do for future self is I print photos regularly. So this goes back to setting reminders for yourself. I have a reminder on my phone on the same day every month and it is to print photos and I just use an app where you get like 20 free prints a month you have to pay for the postage I often get more than 20 and I go through my phone and I pick all the pictures from the last month I want to print they arrive I don't even look at those motherfuckers I don't even look at them they go straight into my memory box cupboard and that really is for future me 
I have photos printed regularly. I have memory boxes where I keep things like of the girls and of my own. Because that really, that's for future me. I used to make videos all the time. I videoed so much of my life. I filmed so much of it. I put it on YouTube because I didn't know where else to put it that would feel safe. But video it's going to be lost. Like it's going to be lost. Already I can't access so many of them. And so something I do for old lady Fran is I regularly print out photos and I regularly uh, write letters to myself or to the girls and I add to our memory boxes because I know one day all I'll have is those memories and I know that one day I'll be an old lady and my daughters will be out living their lives and I'll be looking through those boxes being like, oh my God, I remember these good times. So that is something that you can do for future you. Planning out your goals for the year ahead and working towards them. That is something you can do for future you. If you don't want to do it on your own, come and join me. I've got a two hour, 40 minute video where we can set your goals for 2024 in real time. So I will literally do it with you. So if you're the kind of person that needs like body doubling or accountability where you need someone literally doing it there with you, why not do it with me? I'll leave the link for it down below. So those are just a few examples of the longer term ways you can care for future you. Think about how you can make life sweeter and easier for future you. Because everything we do is either a gift to our future selves or a way of shortchanging them. And when you start to look at it like that, it becomes very like black and white. Do you want to maybe strengthen your connection with your future self? You could write yourself a letter from the future asking you to change. You could imagine how life would go if you still carried on with the habits that you have right now. And you could write a letter from 60-year-old you or 80-year-old you, whatever feels right, asking you to change. Or you could write a letter from now, from present day you, telling your future self everything you're doing for her. There's a book that comes out in June of this year um, and I actually would love to do this in the book club. It's called Your Future Self, How to Make Tomorrow Better Today and you can pre-order that on Amazon. I'll leave the link down below if you're interested in that. Um, I can't really vouch for it because I obviously haven't read it. It's on pre-order but it does come out in June and I'm very interested in kind of just nurturing future me a little bit more. So in the words of Mary Oliver, what is it you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? Whatever it is, as the future beneficiary of your thoughts, emotions and actions, why not start with the gift of kindness to yourself today? And that's the end of the episode, guys. I hope that you've got some value from this. I hope that this has found you on a cold January day and it's kind of lifted your spirits a little bit. If you have gained anything beneficial, if you have gained anything positive from it at all, please do your girl a solid. You can rate, review and subscribe to the pod and it really does make a difference. I was just reading your reviews the other day and they are amazing. Like your reviews are, well, literally five star, but they are literally five star. Like you go into such detail, you're like, this bitch has changed my life and it's just amazing. So thank you so much. It only takes a couple of seconds to do. If you can leave a review, I love you long time. Um, what else have I got to tell you? Um, I think that's it. 
I'm doing 22 days of gratitude in the book club this month. If you want to come and join us, it's not too late. It's 22 days, so you could still start now and be finished by the end of uh, the month. But yeah, come and join us if you want. I'll leave all the links to everything I mentioned down below. And yeah, be kind to your future self today. Do something your future self would thank you for. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.